Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And joining me today is Dee Bright, a successful serial entrepreneur who is the innovative co-founder of a web design and marketing firm. Now, today we're discussing how to grow your business without being stressed out, social media growth, organic and paid, and productive action steps for campaign strategies for newbie advertisers. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, D. Hello, hello. Hey, Brittany. Thanks for having me on. Yes, I'm so glad that you are here. Now, just to be honest, you have discovered a secret to getting your time back. <laughs> time is of the essence. We're all looking for more time and oh, yeah. going to be more productive. We struggle with spending so many hours creating and engaging and growing. More and more solopreneurs are turning to Instagram ads to speak directly to their audience. I told you before, I'm a nerd, so I'm going to give you some stats here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Studies say that one out of three Instagrammers has made a purchase after discovering a new product on Instagram. And there's 1 billion monthly active users on Instagram. And I'm no math whiz, but uh, that's some chochos, right? Okay, geez, this is where you come in. There are a lot of people on the platform. They say Instagram actually gets, businesses get the most engagement on there. People just naturally engage more even on the platform. It's my favorite platform to use. So I, maybe I'm biased, but I recommend it to everyone because there's so many business owners on there. So many people interacting with businesses. And like you said, the stats, there's so many opportunities, not a lack of opportunity on it. Exactly. Okay. So just take us back a little bit. How were you growing before you started doing Instagram ads? What were you doing before? Oh man, years ago, I was doing a, <laughs> it was time consuming. I, I was doing a lot of manual organic work many years ago when my wife and I first got into Instagram. Once we started taking it seriously and learning it for business, Man, there each day we would set apart a certain amount of time, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, to go on there and engage with the community, post certain times of day, make sure we're liking X amount of pictures, commenting on and all these things. Immediately after you post, we'd go through certain hashtags and make sure we engage with these this type of people, these type of people. And it was just so many manual organic things that we're doing. And it contributed to Majority of my page work came from the years of doing that. So it does work and it did get us a high engagement. It did get us up some major growth. And also at that time, the Instagram algorithm was definitely different too. Right. It was definitely different. But yeah, we were on our phones a lot. We'd be visiting relatives and man, you guys are always on your phone. We're like, what? Okay, so what is it like now? Yeah, now we use a lot of, we use a lot of advertisements, Facebook and Instagram ads to alleviate those efforts we previously used to do. Now it's just about knowing how to target, clicking a button, setting a few things up and we can still reach a large, super large number of people without having to go out there and, and try out all these uh, organic strategies to, to expand our reach. We can just literally set something up, click a button and reach however many people we want to reach in you know, all at one time. 
of course that's beautiful and that's what we all want right so I definitely do not want to bang on the organic social because if you have the time and the energy it's very important because I know nothing beats organic growth when it comes to Mm -hmm. engagement and connection and community growth however most of us are low on time so if you have a lot of time and energy great go the organic route But so tell me if I'm wrong on this, but if you don't have a lot of time, especially if you're doing this as a side gig and you've got a new business that's coming up, you can still further connect with your audience through the paid campaigns because it brings more of a targeted exposure, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. and that authority and reinforcing the message that you have to your offerings. I really want to know because you guys are doing this and you're doing it well, and you're going to give us some goods. You're going to dig deep, (laughs) but this is our interactive segment. So if you're listening in real time, go to the IG stories at the total fit boss chick. And we are going to have this poll question. Do you prefer paid or organic growth? Now, if you aren't listening in real time, don't worry about it. Check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions, and you can still weigh in for the results. Now, I know everybody wants to get in like I do and pick D's brain, and he is going to unveil (laughs) what we need because it's different than building the Facebook ads, but how do you build a successful Instagram ad? That's a good question. The cool thing is when you run an ad from Instagram alone, they can do like the objectives, like visit profile, you can do a traffic ad and, and different things like that. What I usually recommend to people, though, is to run from really to run Instagram ads, even from the Facebook ads platform, because you, you can still show up on Instagram only because they give you a lot more features, a lot more things you can work with. Instagram ads are good on the fly. Like I know you can just create something and, and do it. But if, if you're really wanting to, I say, get more out of it, I would recommend going to the Facebook ads manager. Now, every Facebook account comes with a default ads manager that, that you have. Uh, and you can set up something called a business manager. You can run all your ads from the Facebook part of it. You can social on Instagram, even Instagram alone if you want to. But they give you way more ex- expansive targeting options, retargeting, all of that good stuff you can do from Instagram, the app alone. So we recommend doing it everything just from the Facebook ads platform to be able to do that. So that's where we would start it off. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to make you go deeper than D. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what are some of the techniques or different things that you can look for to yeah. really hone in and cut down on those prices? Because it could be pretty expensive if you don't know what you're doing, or you can have an yeah. unsuccessful campaign. How can we ensure that we have a successful campaign? Yeah, successful campaign, and even like you mentioned, having lower prices or rates on the ads, all comes down to your targeting and what you're trying to get across to them. So for example, I tell people, you have to understand the audiences and just how marketing works in general. But you have your cold audiences and you have your warm audiences. People who, when you first start off, you want brand awareness. Some people start off and they're trying to go heavy on just trying to get sales from people who never heard of them before at all. And they that can work. They can get sales. But it's going to cost you so much more to try to really get sales out of your cold audience. So, for example, Facebook, when you go to Target and you set up your ad, they have three levels. The campaign level, the ad set level, uh, and then the ad level. On the ad set level is where you pick your targeting, your gender, your age group, whatever the interests are, the demographics. You pick all that on the ad set level. But the thing about it is whoever you select, those people are cold. They've never heard about your business or anything like that. But then Facebook also has in there something called the events manager where you can go in there and set up something called custom audiences. Mm-hmm. Your custom audiences are supposed to be your warm audiences, your warm audience. So it's supposed to be people who to some extent have either engaged with your business, they've seen you, they interacted with you, something to that extent. So for example, when you go to set up your custom audience, 
you can set up a custom audience for your website. So if you have something called a Facebook pixel installed on your website, they can track and tell you who's been constantly visiting your website, what pages they're visiting, all that stuff. And then you can also set up a custom audience for people that visit your social media pages. So like Instagram, for example, you can set up a custom audience for people who visit your, your Instagram profile, people who've engaged with your Instagram posts, people who've even saved or shared your Instagram posts. And you can set up custom audiences for that. So when you set it up, for example, it'll say, you'll tell Facebook, it'll say, I want to set up a custom audience for people who visited my Instagram profile in the last 30 days. So you can pick any time from 30 days, 60 days, three days, seven days. You, you can choose all that stuff. I call that a digital email list. I don't know if people call that anywhere else, but that's what I call it because mm -hmm. in the online world, we're all told to build up our email list and it's very important. Mm -hmm. In this way, it's almost like you, Facebook has all the data on these people. You are seeing it yourself. But when you create a custom audience and you say, Facebook, I want you to just collect all the people who've engaged with my post in the past 30 days, they'll collect that list and they'll tell you you have 3,000 people who've engaged with your Instagram post in the last 30 days or last six days or whatever time frame they and they're all right here. And then you can choose just to advertise to those people specifically. So with that in mind, when we go to run ads, we set up our custom audiences first. Even when you're new, you can go set up your custom audience and just go ahead and create audiences from your Facebook uh, engagers and visit people, visit your profile, all that stuff. So when we go to run ads now and we'll go for targeting, we only run brand awareness ads uh, to our cold audiences. So if we go to the ad set level and we want to target, we don't try to pitch those people on anything. We just try to give them value because every single week, every single day, I tell people always be trying to get uh, in front of people, always be trying to get more brand awareness for what you do, because no matter how great you are at doing, if no one knows about you, it's not going to make any difference, you know, in your business. So the ads we run to the cold audiences are value-based ads. Like we have two types of posts we talk about. We have like our expertise posts, which is like our how-tos, our tips, our tutorials. We run those things to cold audiences. That's how they get introduced to us and may possibly follow us, may possibly check out the profile, like more things. Or we run like authority posts. You call them authority posts because uh, as an authority figure, we look at authority figures as very knowledgeable people who know a lot of things. They're well versed in the industry. So authority posts are not how tos or tips or tutorials. They're more like informative things about your industry. So the stats you mentioned, I may say to people, and I have posted my profile and say over whatever the site is, 100 million people use Instagram daily. So this is why business owners may may need to be on this platform. That's like an authority post. So it's almost like informative, just informing you of important things in my industry that I know will make a difference if you hear about it. So we run those type of posts to our cold audiences. They introduce us through valuable posts like that. And it, the cool thing is we wanted to like the post, we wanted to comment, we wanted to save, we wanted to share it because once they start interacting, we have our pixel gathering that data. And that's the commitment we're looking for from our cold audience. That's a sale right away. Just engage and interact. Show us you love the content. Share it and save it because that tells us you found it valuable. So now later on now, if we want to offer a freebie you know, to you, a free guide, a free workshop, a free whatever it is, we'll go to run our ads now. Instead of targeting the cold audience now, we're going to target all our warmer audience, people who have been engaging with our post in the past 30 days or 60 days or nine days or, or whatever it may be. We're going to get those people on our email list because they already know about us and they've been liking, saving, sharing us stuff. That's a higher quality lead that's already aware of us and they've already liked their content. So we try to get those people on our, on our email list. In the same way, those are the same type of people. If we did want to promote something, whether it's a, a paid workshop or a free consultation to jump on, those are the same people we, we would run those type of ads to. So I, it's almost like full circle. So I tell people all day long, we're running a whole bunch of brand awareness ads, giving a bunch of value to people who've never heard of us. And as they're engaging with us, they don't know it. Facebook is saving their data. And once we see you continue engaging with us, you continue saving and sharing that stuff, though, you're going to start getting more and more content from us and some promotional things in there to try to get you to take action on in some way. So that's kind of how, how it works. But when you advertise to your warm audience too, you can save way more money, especially depending on the ad objective. 
you you choose. There's more into it, but I'll see if you have any questions if I just keep it on this rampage. Oh, I love the rampage. That's what I'm talking about. Because if you don't give me rampage, I'm going to be like, D, give us rampage. Of course, a lot of times when people first get started, they don't know. They say, okay, I have this thing and I want to promote this thing. And they just put out this thing and there's crickets. But that's because they're just going toward a cold audience. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you okay. can get some sales with it, but you're going to spend a lot more and have to reach a lot more people before you get those conversions and sales you're looking for. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. You keep on rampaging. What else? <laughs> I also tell people that the important aspects to running Facebook ads is also understanding the science behind the objectives that Facebook has to offer. Because right. once you understand really those objectives, you'll do much better. I've seen people run ads and they tell me what their goal is, but the objective they've chosen for the ad doesn't really match up. So I'm just going to offer that to you right now with what they have. I'm not looking at it, but on Facebook, when you go run an ad, they'll say, what's your campaign objective? Do you want a, a traffic ad, a reach ad, engagement ad, a lead generation one, conversion ad, all those type of things. So I tell people to really just try to decide what, like the end goal, what is it you really want and run your ad for that? So for example, some people will say that they want, they want to get website visitors, but they'll run a reach ad because the reach ad will tell them like, oh, you can reach 10,000 people for this price for 5,000 people. But the thing about it is that's all Facebook is going to optimize for. It's just going to try to get you to show up in people's news feeds. That's how you're reaching people. So they get, they'll get you in front of all these people, but they're not going to guarantee that these people are going to go to your website. Facebook has so much data on all of us. There's right. even a documentary on Netflix. I can't remember the name. It's like some social media documentary. Yes. <laughs> Netflix original. It's Social Dilemma. Yes, guys. Check that out. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It, it shows literally how they keep track of every single action we do. Every like that you make, they know it. If you watch videos, they literally know their users to a T. They know who is more likely to watch videos, who is more likely to click a link to go to websites. They know every single thing. Facebook knows each and every one of its users and they can predict literally what we'll do based on all our past actions over the past days, months, years, whatever. So they use that information when an advertiser goes to run an ad. So if you want website visits, I tell people run a traffic ad. Uh, when you run a traffic ad, that's what, and you choose your target. Let's say I want to run a traffic ad. And let's say I want to go after people who like Bill Gates, his fans. That's who I want to target because let's say it's my business. And I run a traffic ad. What Facebook is then going to try to do is uh, let's make some numbers up. So let's say Bill Gates on Instagram. Let's say he had like 50 million fans across his platforms. What Facebook is then going to do with the traffic ad is they're going to look in the audience. And then they're going to try to figure out how did these 50 million people, who are the people that have shown historically, according to the actions, that have clicked on links to leave the platform. That's literally what they do. So out of that 50 million people, maybe there's 10 million people in the users. They find that historically or the, with their data, they always click on links to visit websites and stuff like that. So when you run your ad now, you say you want a traffic ad, Facebook to what to the audience, Facebook is now going to try to show your ad specifically to the link clickers, people who are more than likely to click on it and visit and go off of Facebook. And that's literally how it works. So in the same way with the reach, and that's how they can guarantee you website clicks. You know, when you do a traffic ad, that's to send traffic from one place to another. So from social media to your website, that's how they can guarantee it because they know all the people who are likely to click on it. That's within whatever audience that you pick. Yeah, if you do a reach ad, they aren't uh -huh. guaranteeing anything but to show you and make your post show up in front of people. So people will run an ad like that and they're like, man, but no one's clicking on it. And I'm like, that's because you, you ran a reach ad. They're not trying to get anybody to click on it, just showing it in front of people. So if people click on it, awesome, because of your copy or what you're written. Yeah, but they're not giving you any guarantee. So it works like that for all the other objectives. So once you really understand the science behind each and every one of those, you'll fare so much better. Okay, so 
for those of us who are listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to get started. So you're saying understanding the science. So I took a few courses about Facebook ads and it is intense and very interesting of how much psychology is actually involved. (laughs) What would you say for somebody who hasn't had any classes or doesn't know, how would you say that they could find out how to actually hone in and just at least get started. Let me give you a scenario. Say we have a course. We're just going to bring that up again. Say we have a course that we want to sell or that we want to promote. Now Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that we want to send them to our website because we want to promote the course. So we want to maybe send them to a landing page or something like that, or we want to build our email list. So let's say we first want to build our email list. So what Mm -hmm. steps would we take if we want to build our email list? Yeah, so if you want, want to build an email list, two ads uh, objectives that work well for that would be, you know, either your traffic ad or even a conversion ad. And the best way that we've experienced or I've even seen it done is to promote, to, to have a, very, a valuable post, like I said. Sometimes we'll make a post that is really teaching what on that post is like a, a post giving a lot of good information. And then, of course, in somewhere in the post, you're going to tell people if you want more information, sign up to the email list to get the full guide, to get the full template, script, swipe file, whatever it is. So we would run that type of post uh, with for traffic objective or even for a conversion objective, trying to get people to that landing page to opt in. But in the same way, you know, this is just with how I guess say our methodology, even in the same way, when we do it, I usually tell people to test out their audience and even see first how if the audience finds their post valuable, not if you yourself find it valuable, does your audience find it valuable? Let's say you're on Instagram and you are a course creator and you do want to get people opting in for whatever this freebie is, depending on what that freebie is, like I'll give you a good example. Let's say my freebie was a free Instagram guide. I would say make a post talking about something similar that's in that guide. Give them information, some how-to or some informative thing that's related to that freebie in some type of way. And then run a page post engagement ad to it. And now the page post engagement ad, yeah, it'll it'll give you likes and comments, but it's not really what we're looking for in this case. Uh, Page post engagement will also get you saves and shares. And that's the fastest way to really find out if this audience you're targeting even finds your content valuable. We have workshops on this and you're running page post engagement ad to a valuable post where you're giving some tips out and stuff. And what you want to look for is the saves and the shares that you get. So I tell people that if you, it doesn't have to be a lot, if you get just a minimum of five saves, or a minimum of five shares that tells you this audience thinks my post is valuable because they're saving it or they're sharing it. When we see that, if you get anything more, that's really awesome. You get 10 saves, 10 shares. That's really awesome. You don't have to wait till you get 20, 30 or 40, just five to 10 is really good. Meaning that meaning that once we run that page post engagement ad and we see the shares and saves coming in and we hit that number at least, then we you can pause that ad if you choose. So if you don't want to run it up any more engagement and now we'll change that ad to a traffic ad or to a conversion ad. Because now we've seen that, okay, this audience finds this available. And of course, when the copy is written, we're still telling people in the copy, hey, click the link in my bio or click the link, the learn more link, whatever it is to go get this freebie or to go get this guide or to go get this whatever. That's how we do it to get options and, and leads for a lot of our clients. We would do like a really valuable post and tell them in that post that more information can be found on the website, on this landing page, whatever it is. But we would run a page post engagement see if it's valuable. And the way to know that's the amount of saves and shares that people it's getting from people. And then once we see that, we go ahead and change it over to a traffic or conversion ad. And that gets us a lot of options from there. If we're like, okay, this is good stuff. We want to get going. We want to get started. And you've given us like some massive information. 
Now I know you've got some more ninja hacks and a lot more. <laughs> what are some of the techniques that you've learned that you just don't really see it on Google and different things? I know for some Facebook ads, story ads are really good for Facebook actually running a story ad. Cause if you read that whole story and you still click it, then yes, you're interested. You've already yeah. qualified yourself to be interested. So there's some ninja hacks yeah. that are out there. Give us some ninja hacks for Instagram that you haven't mentioned. Cause you've given us a lot. We touched on email list. So let's go back because it's so important for our audience to have a strong email list. Yeah. If you don't have an email list built, your, your hands are tied and yeah. you don't really realize your true potential. And I think that is like a dopamine yeah. hit whenever you start building your email list and you actually have somebody that you're able to talk to. You're not just yeah. speaking to crickets. It makes a huge mm -hmm. difference. So how can we run an ad to build our email list? Okay, cool. Yeah. For the email list portion of it, there are a lot of hacks you can do with Facebook. And, you know, like I mentioned, it, it also ties back into even understanding the science and the Facebook objectives and stuff. So one really cool way that you can do it within your first month, 30 days, whatever it is, when you run Facebook engagement ads, they're fairly affordable. And I'll give you guys an example. Even when you run a video ad, those are even way more affordable. They're ridiculously cheap for video views if you run an ad for video views. You can get less than a cent for video views running Facebook ads. Okay, so tell us how we can do that. <laughs> yeah, when you go to run the Facebook ads and they show you all the objectives, they have the engagement one page post, and post engagement, which will also get you video views, but they also have a specific one that just says video views. That one is literally only for video views. The page post engagement one will get you video views along with everything else, likes, comments, and, and all that. But regardless of the one you pick, if it's a video that you run the ad to, yeah, it'll, it'll tell you. The video views are just extremely easy for them to get people to watch your videos. So, so usually when you run an engagement ad, like I told you all, you're building up the data that Facebook has on your pixel. So let me give you a quick example. I tell people that you don't have to run an engagement ad. You, you don't even initially have to start something at a hundred dollars a day for your ads or 200 or anything like that if you run an engagement ad even for 10 bucks to a post or a standard post or even a video post you'll notice you'll get likes and you'll get comments and especially if that post is about your niche or whatever you're doing whatever your course is about people will start liking and commenting on it so if you were to get 100 likes that's 100 people because you can't like a post twice so i tell people that let's say for example you did that daily let's say each day you ran a simple engagement ad eight bucks, nine bucks. It doesn't have to be anything crazy for five, six, seven days. Over the span of those days, Facebook is going to build up this, what I call the digital email list for you of people. At the end of the seven days, maybe they'll say you have about 700 engagers on this pixel because maybe you got a hundred likes per post each day you did this working. Like say you spend anywhere from eight to 10 bucks, 11, $11 a day. And you can build this up in a week. So let's say by the end of the week, Facebook's like, man, there's seven eight, to a thousand, 700 to a thousand people that have engaged with you in this week alone. Now, once you know that, the reach ads are the, also the most affordable ads you can run for reaching a ton of people. Mm -hmm. So here's the cool thing about it. When you run those engagement ads, everybody who's on this pixel now that Facebook has collected, they're already engagers. Remember I said, when you run a cold uh, ad to a cold audience, Facebook's gonna try to find engagers out of this audience or people who would like to click links, whatever it is, they're gonna try to find them. But when you save them on your pixel and they're saved, these are all engagers already. So the hack is this. So let's say you run your engagement ad, people are saved after seven days, you have about 700 or a thousand people on there. And now you run a reach ad. Reach ads are extremely affordable. So to give you an example, you can maybe spend 10 bucks on a reach ad and maybe reach 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people, all, all depending on the, the industry you're in and who you're targeting. Right. Yeah. So the cool thing is when you go to run a reach ad now you can retarget. So that reach ad is so affordable that you can retarget literally everybody on that pixel. I one time to build your email list. And we do things like this. We do, we do things like this for 
email list building, but also for when we're going live. When I'm going live with people, sometimes, especially if I know it in advance, I'll run a reach ad to everyone who maybe has engaged with me in the past seven days, 10 days, 20, 30. Because these are people who are constantly engaged with me, and that could be thousands of people. If you do this right, when you go to run that reach ad now, you're running to all your engagers in the past seven days, 14 days, or whatever it is, and they should be hundreds or thousands. And you run it and give them a freebie, give them something really valuable for free. That's how you, you build your list and it'll be super affordable to you. So let's make sure we are, we're understanding it. <laughs> yeah, let me, yeah, no, no, see clarification on that. So really we're running engagement only to build what I like to say, you know, the digital emails, just to collect data from people who are engaging with us. Mm-hmm. So we run the page post engagement ad first. We, you can run that for several days if you want, and they'll start building up your data on Facebook of these people. And then we're coming back and stopping that ad and running a reach ad because I will reach a lot of people really fast at one time for the most affordable price. That reach ad that we run now is an ad that uh, will be to get people on our email list. That reach ad, when we run it, it'll be something extremely valuable. And we're running it to the people who've previously already engaged with us, if that makes sense. And that's how we, we get people on the email list. So the whole time, when, so the whole time, you know how we want to build our email list when we're running engagement ads, it's cool that we're getting engaged, but really we just want to. Facebook to save the data of the people who are engaged with our posts. Because if they're engaged with our posts, liking and saving it, when we come back around and say, hey, by the way, do you also want to get this free checklist, this free template, this free whatever it is? Uh, a lot of those people have already been engaging with you throughout the week. They usually go and opt into your list. And the reach ad, like I say, it gets you in front of a lot of people for pennies and just like very low. And that's also making sure that you're reaching your warm audience, but a lot of them at one time. So you can reach thousands for two, three, four, five bucks with that reach ad. So it's covert in a way, just saying that people are just naturally engaging. They're not thinking anything of it, but we know we're doing it because when you engage with us, that data is being stored with Facebook. And then we can come back and say, hey, do you want this freebie that we have later on? And that's the process right there. Gotcha. Okay. So what if we were like really sneaky? If that's what we're trying to do, just say we're really sneaky and we put up like some kind of meme that is relatable to what we're doing. Say Mm -hmm. it's a meme and it's relatable and people respond a lot quicker and easier to something that they don't feel very adsy about. They just Mm -hmm. say, oh, hi, if this sounds like you say yes or something like that. And then you get a lot of people engaging. Can you do things like that as well to make more people engage? Yeah. Yes and no. So you can do things like that. Like you said, if it's definitely related to what you do and someone like it's because they're marketing jokes, they're jokes like I've seen lawyer jokes. So if it's related to what you do, Mm -hmm. I'll say yes. If it's totally random, then you get, you know, the wrong people. So if it's related somehow to to what you do, then I'll say definitely go for it. Because I know for me, we, we go after business owners and they're like, memes about business owners and working and clients. If it's relevant to what you do, I say it's it's definitely a good thing. But also one thing I want people to keep in mind too, is that Facebook is very strict when you're running ads with their terms and their policies and stuff. And they have this thing in the terms called an engagement gate. In the past, they didn't have it. So I'll tell you what that is. So it's literally when you do a post and you tell people to engage. So drop a comment if you agree. I do post it down my account, but I don't necessarily turn them to ads. In the past, it wasn't a problem. But now in the, in the terms they have it in there, they don't want any ads telling people to engage. I say, hey, I like this post, comment on this, if you, whatever. They don't want those type of posts for ads. So if you do that, they may not uh, approve it. And if they do approve it, because sometimes they'll approve things because so it's their automated system that does it. And then they'll realize what's going on and they'll come back and, and uh, disapprove it. And sometimes also they've disabled some people's accounts for, let's say, repeatedly trying to approve ads that go against their policies. So I would say yeah, if you're doing it, memes is not a problem at all. But I wouldn't put anything in there. Hey, like this post, drop a comment if you, or anything like that, because it wouldn't get approved. And if it did, usually they come back and they disapprove it, you know, afterward. 
Gotcha. See, look, I appreciate that because everybody's thinking outside the box and be like, oh, no, you can't. Because I know things are ever changing. They're ever changing. I know in the Facebook ads, you can't say what they consider to be derogatory. Do you feel overweight or do you feel? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the thing with that, too, their exact policies on that is interesting because we were on ads with unit. They say that they want to always make sure the users get the best experience as possible. Mm-hmm. So they don't want you using you, like the exact example you gave was perfect. If it's like something negative, like it'll make people feel a certain type of way. Depending on what industry, if you're personal training, hey, are you tired of being overweight? Are you like, you know, things right. like that. Right. Are you tired of making no money with your business, struggling forever and on Instagram? They say that gives people like this negative vibe. So right. they don't want that. But I can't, you can use you if it's nothing in that realm, if it's something positive. And we've used you, and I don't have a good example, where they say, are you happy today is a great day today that you're alive? They will approve things like that. So you can use you if it's not trying to make the user feel a certain way. It's according to emotions and things like that. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll approve it that way. But you just got to make sure of that. Because uh, their goal is just to give people best experiences. And if they feel your ad isn't giving them a, a positive experience or making them feel a certain type of negative way about themselves, uh, yeah, they won't approve it at all. <laughs> okay. All right. So tell us about followers. So we're, we need to say we need to build more followers. What hacks yeah. do you have with followers? Yeah. So with followers, you can, there, there's a couple of hacks you can do. So if you are using the Instagram app, you can run this one specifically from the Instagram app. Now, a disclaimer I'll give is it all depends the business you do and where you want your followers to come from. So for example, if you're trying to get just followers from the U.S., Western world, U.S., Canada, U.K., all that stuff, it, it costs a lot more to get those type of followers. So that's where you're doing business. Nothing wrong with that, but it costs a lot more. For people who are doing more international widespread, the Caribbean, Africa, Middle East, all that stuff, it's <laughs> crazy cheap to get followers through Facebook and Instagram ads. So if you are using the, the Instagram app, um, this one you'd run an ad through Instagram. So this time you don't have to run it from the Facebook ads manager. So if you're in the app, you can run a visit profile. They have that objective visit profile. Mm-hmm. And what we found out is that the same thing, everything comes down, it's funny, everything comes back to, to value. Right. If you run an extremely valuable post, give your audience a major value that means a lot to them and you do a visit profile. Uh-huh. Because the, the cool thing is you, you'll find out your percentage, everybody's percentage will be different. But if you do a visit profile thing and that post is a very a valuable one, educating them, informing them of something really cool related to your industry and niche, that will drive a lot of profile visits to your profile. And what we've seen that there's a certain percentage that will convert to followers. So if you set your goal and you do a small test, five, 10 bucks, whatever you want to do. But once you understand your percentage and you say, I want to get 100 profile visits, maybe out of that, it's not going to be like 80% you're getting. Now, I haven't seen that. So if you, if you get it, awesome. But if you got 100 profile visits, maybe you'll get 20 or 30 new followers from that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get 20, 30% from that. But that works for just running visit profile ads in the Instagram app. But it has to be something extremely valuable. And then not only that, when people come to your page, now, it has to be cohesive. So if you run an ad, it's extremely valuable and people love it, but it comes to your profile. But you really haven't posted the same kind of value in your profile. That's going to affect whether you get them as a, as a follower or not, or not. But that's the way we've been able to do on our profile and also client profiles by running visit profile ads through the Instagram app. That way to extremely valuable posts and, and running it up, getting a ton of profile visits because it, it, they convert a certain percentage into followers for, for us. Okay. So let me dig deeper into that question. Now, say you want targeted followers. You don't want just yeah. want mm-hmm. followers. You want targeted followers, your people, yeah. your audience. Is it yeah. best to then use Facebook to really target mm-hmm. those people? I would say this, you can get targeted with the Instagram app, but yes, if you want even more, if you're in like an obscure niche or something to extend, I would say go to Facebook. But the thing about Facebook though, is that 
they don't at this time when you're running from the Facebook ads manager, they don't have an objective or visit profile. So that's the difference with it. Mm-hmm. They, they have they have traffic, but it's still different. It's still different. Yeah, with with the traffic ad when you run it, you can put a link in for where you want to uh, take people. But the sucky thing I would say about that is we've tried it is that when, let's say you run an ad to just a traffic ad to your own Facebook, to your own Instagram account, uh, anytime people click that link, it doesn't open the Instagram app. It opens like their browser or something to that extent. And then they're not even logged into Instagram. So that's what we've seen with that. But when you run a visit profile app within Instagram, it's almost like they, it's, they're all within the app. And the experience is a little bit more user-friendly, easier for them to tap that follow button. They're already logged in things of that nature. So that's the differences that we've seen. So yeah, Facebook to get even more in depth with targeting if you need to, but from the Instagram app, you can still select interest. So if, if you have competitors, not small time, but like major on a very big level, people, top leaders in, in your industry, you can still find them in the interest section when you're doing it in the Instagram app alone, because you can type in the interest. So like say Amy Porterfield, she's in that in digital marketing space as well. So if I wanted to go after her fans, I can do that within the Instagram app alone, but they have to, you have to make sure these people have to be really, um, big as far as uh, fan wise uh, for them to show up for the interest that way so you can get you can target that way broadly but if you want to just super define it some more that facebook ads would be better but then we don't have that visit profile objective in there to help us with it that's mm-hmm. some good stuff D. oh my goodness okay <laughs> all right dean let's make this a bit brighter no pun guys i cannot help his last name is just the coolest last name i I can't help. I'm not teasing you, but I love the fact, like I said, you have a cool last name. So you're welcome. But anyway, D Bright, give us a bit more in our mentoring moment. So this is when we ask you to just to dig a little bit deeper and a whole nother aspect of yourself. And there's no pressure, but we're asking yeah. E to be D. This is a great opportunity for you to mentor our audience because we yeah. need a mentor, right? <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. So what advice would you give yourself five years ago? Wow, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Five years ago. So for me, five years ago, what, and this is actually something my wife and I have talked about for a while. Mentoring is it's interesting because you say the mentoring session, we would have gotten even earlier mentors way as early as possible. I, I would say that's been the biggest difference for us. We've gotten a lot of experience, clearly, from all the stuff that we've done, but there were so many mistakes, so many dollars and everything spent that necessarily didn't have to be spent. And we've talked about that over and over that even had we even looked into being mentored and taught some of these things early on, it would have definitely put us on the right path faster because we could have avoided some of the mistakes and, and, and things that the mountains we had to climb over that, we, that we've done in our business so for me, it, that's what I would say for me. That's what I, I would have done. Because I was, we were, in the, we were in, the, in the pits at those times, just trying to learn everything, try to just figure everything out, I would say, on our own. And we, we were able to, but it took them years later. And I think we're going <laughs> to cut that down into months, if anything. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> I think that's a great answer. I, <laughs> I think that's a great answer. So just saying this, D. now you mm-hmm. actually have an agency, a media agency that can help a lot of people out that are like, okay. I got lost at the engagement. What? At the traffic. What is it that you could do to help those that are just like, hey, I need some help. I need some direction. What is it that you could do? Yeah, I can definitely coach a mentor. I do that currently. Whether people connect with me on Instagram, I right junior on the JR, I would have it, or even on our website. So I currently coach, right? I do a lot of coaching and a lot of mentoring through workshops and courses of that nature to just help people get on the right path, especially with their marketing. I have that on my profile right now. I, I tell everyone that I believe that anyone 
that has the right knowledge in this day and age of Facebook and Instagram ads can build a highly successful brand. I believe that's a lot of the a lot of the uh, the stuff that holds a lot of people back because this day and age you could advertise and if you know how to do it you can be in your home in your pajamas and reach a ton of people convert them without going anywhere that's the knowledge i feel is so essential as a skill set that we all need to have so that's something i offer and coach on mentor because i have come across people over the years who say facebook ads doesn't work instagram doesn't work they just want your money i spent all this money i've seen nothing but it really just comes down to knowing the right strategies they're still in business for so long because there are people out there succeeding with it so you just got to figure out how they're succeeding with it so that's kind of where i come in i mentor people on facebook on instagram ads on how to grow your brand the proper way so that way you can be able to build the brand that allows you to live the lifestyle of your dreams Perfect, D. Oh my goodness. You have done it, my friend. I know our audience wants to know how they can get in contact with you. You just gave them some information, but can you let our audience know how they can reach you? Yeah, for sure. Visit our website and that is going to be D. That's my first name. D is in David. E is an echo. E is an echo. So dbrightassociates.com. They can definitely uh, reach out to me there or on Instagram. If you want to just send me a message, my handle on Instagram is dbrightjr. And you can connect with me on there. Send me a message. I do respond to my messages. I talk with people. (laughs) I'm friendly. So (laughs) they can definitely connect with me on either one of those uh, areas. And I'll be more than happy to to talk with them and and figure out, help them find out first what their goals are and the objectives they want to accomplish and see how we can possibly work together and, and mentor them. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on the show. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.